What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Cases and cases of confidence. Staples can help give you the confidence that your business is ready for the year ahead with all the supplies you need. Like paper. And right now, when you buy a 10-ream case of Staples multipurpose paper, you get one free. So you can be confident you're ready for whatever business comes your way. Buy one case of Staples multipurpose paper, get one free. Now at Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. In store only, limit 10. Valid through 1519. Thanks for tuning in to the hottest talk radio show around. Providing an open discussion for some of the most important social issues and trending topics today. From personal growth or spirituality to sex and relationships, no subject is ever taboo. So prepare to be empowered, enlightened, and entertained during another episode of the award-winning Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Real people, real topics, real talk. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. It is Wednesday, March the 21st. I think it's the, officially the first day of spring, and we had snow. On today, I'm in the studio with Mr. Nate Whitfield. What's up, Nate? Hello, hello, hello. How are everybody doing? Everybody doing. Doing. A little slow, a little slow. You know, slow. I try to not have my southern accent to come out, okay. so I try to speak a little slower uh, when I'm speaking. Well, it's only two hours, so we need to speed it up, speed it up. <laughs> We have a virgin, at least to the studio um, well, Lord. tonight. We have Mr. E.J. Williams. Already real, already, yes. This is your boy E.J. from Porson by Way, Virginia Beach. Uh, social worker, musician extraordinaire. Yes. Just that, and I, and I have a million and five jobs. I'm like a Jamaican. <laughs> I do it all. I do taxes. I do printing. I oh, do, do you? Yeah. I do you do it. printing? Yeah, I do printing. I have, I have my own printing, my own printer, and I have like a professional grade stuff I can do. Oh, oh I didn't know that if you have your own printer, you can be a, you can do printing. I do printing as but well. But you don't have yours hooked up. But if you need printing done, I will hook it up. Uh-huh. Let me know. All right. We have Call a, me. I was going to say Jada Collins. We have Miss... Jada Collins. Collins. We have... Is it Collins? No, it's Carson. Yeah, Carson. <laughs> Jada Carson, our sound engineer in the studio. Hey. Hello. How who you had doing? a birthday on this past Happy week, Happy birthday, right? Happy birthday, Jada. Thank you. She is finally, you're not legal yet, no. still. No, I mean, yeah, 19. Ooh. Oh, no, not that's legal. not legal. Got two more years. I am so years. sorry. Two more years. And we have Mr. Justin Gravely. Justin Gravely. Trying to hide. Trying to hide we have Minister Gravely in the Minister, studio. Minister, praise right, the praise Lord. God, How are you? Touch Oh, right. good. Good to have praise you, sir. Good, good to be good here. To yes. Good, good to be, a, be amongst the minister folk, yes. We're going we're to pray out tonight. It's um, good to be amongst the ministers, yes. as well as Justin. <laughs> Missing tonight is Miss Nikki Curry. Where is she at? I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I'm documenting this. The hell is Matt Lauer? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. No, 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 not but not. how was everybody's week? Oh, mm-hmm. it was pretty, pretty low-key so for far. me. Low-key no, so far? No, low-key for me. Those are like I haven't out taking the kids to school and 
good ones. So I, I have I have a lot of different nephews I take care of, mm-hmm. but oh, I, they yeah. didn't have any um, projects to turn in this week or nothing. I actually got a day to day to myself today. I took myself out to eat, went to a oh. movie by myself, and I was just like low key. How is that? It was weird. I love going to movies, but it was myself. okay. But I was like, you know, I'm a, my my auntie gave me some money. She said, "Listen, I'm gonna give you this money." Spend time on yourself. Spend it on yourself because you always spend it on everybody else. Mm. So I took myself out, bought some clothes. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. It was cool. Mm-hmm. It was right. pretty cool, but you know. So what about you? Oh, Nikki's parking. She's parking. Mm-hmm. All right. Nate, how was your week? Um, so far this week has been good. Yeah. I didn't do much. I've worked most of the day, mm-hmm. most of the week. Um, and when I wasn't working, I was catching up on some much needed rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you do that I, a lot. I rest a lot. Yeah. Um, and I have to catch up on my rest if I go to work because I normally like to rest at least seven days a Sometimes week. Sometimes you rest at work, too, I notice. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to catch up on it. If I don't catch up on it, then, <laughs> you know, I get behind. I get behind. Uh-huh. You know. Okay. There's Nikki. Well, can you let Nikki in, please? So, do you remember... Do you know what's not happening? Do you remember what was happening with me last week? Um, yes, your hiccups. The hiccups. They left me on Saturday. Praise and I the think Lord. what it is is stress. Stress. Yes. It's stress. That, that, that is, makes sense. That is, that is, that is a one of the triggers for hiccups. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of stress. Mm. It is. Yeah. Um, I had them for almost two weeks. And that's, when I finished my, my papers, um, by the way, Based I got on. an A and an A minus. Good job. Good job. Good job. I rock. Good job. Hey, Wakanda. Welcome. Welcome. Um, but I, they were gone, and I feel so much better now. I'm, I'm glad they're gone. But what worries me now is that I need to learn how to, to manage stress. How do you guys manage stress? Do you think you handle it well? I thought I handled stress I well. I do believe that I handle stress well because I live a very stress-free life. Because I've, as we started in free and carefree, as we things. started in the beginning of the Ooh. program, all I do is go to Paul sleep. Still a study, study so like I don't day. allow stuff to overwhelm my life, um, and I learn how to compartmentalize the things that I can change, mm-hmm. um, and ask God for serenity for the things real that I and real talk cannot so, change. Is that what you do? But I don't. I don't stress out. For now nothing. I do remember that you. I would sometimes be like, "Well, why is he not stressed out that this bill is due tomorrow?" I used to just think he was trying because but if he did it before, he'll do it again. Each and every time. Is that practical? Though? It's practical. It is, it is practical. <laughs> is that practical? It, it is practical. It's practical. I mean, we know we, we're we're told the. To and the thing that. is, but the thing is, once you've seen him do it over and over, over, again, and over again, at some yeah, point, you just learn to trust. Just yield. Just yield. Say, I yield. Just like at some point, I'm, I th- I'm see, trusting I think that, that sounds great. I will buy it on the tape. I will listen to it in church. But when you're sitting here and they're saying, like, in two so, hours, so ha- they're so, going to cut so this will, off if you don't so have will, that. So what, that has not happened to you ever before? It happens every time. Oh, you're cold. It happens all the time. And you don't you don't attribute that to, into a higher power? Or you just, what do you attribute that to happening? You just do, is that luck? Is that being it's lucky? It's not luck. And I blessing? do attribute to God, but I'm just saying. Internally, I can't. I, I have a problem with just saying. But if this, this will, is the thing, if someone told you that I don't have the money in two hours, they're going to cut it off, and you don't have the money, then what? What you stressing for? They're going to cut it off. Two I need, hours. They're going to cut it off regardless. Yeah, so why stress, so why stress over it? So oh, no. cut it off. I just said they're going to cut it off. Well, let me go and get in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not faith to me. That's let just me, being oh well. I'm out trying to figure out how I'm going to get this money. But well, why, why are you trying to it out? God's already worked it out. That's what they say. That's what they say. You know what? I want to know how you reasonable people know how to hey. handle your stress. 
Call us 757-683-4405. I know one thing. If you're following me on Facebook, you better be calling on this phone line. 683-4405. I want to know how people manage stress because I definitely need Nikki, to how know. do you manage stress? You you live a very stressful life. You have much gay. I mean, you do what? a lot. Oh, you what? do a lot. She she do a lot. I don't even worry wow. about it. No, no, no. I said nothing. That was my country handle, twang. How do you handle? The southern twang. What, are your, what, are your, what is your advice? First, I pray, pray for my friends like me. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's enough. Woo, that's a stressful touch, life. Touch nope. I, oh. <laughs> I, um, I'm learning to deal. I don't show my stress level. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I don't I'm a very private person, mm-hmm. yes, which is not good. It isn't. It's not because healthy. It's not mm-hmm. I internalize. I'm yeah. a loner. And I don't share a lot of things with people. My circle of trust is like a half crescent mm. circle. And um, but I'm learning to be a little bit more open, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like I, I may come to you and say, you know, such and such, such man, I'm I, I'm dealing with somebody that that's going through a foreclosure, I'm trying mm-hmm. to help them out, blah blah blah. So I I take on other people's problems because mm-hmm. I'm a fixer. Yeah, I am. I am a fixer. You are definitely a fixer. Yeah.
what is a break? Ooh. What are the conditions of a break? What's the purpose of a break? And are I you expected to get? Ooh, is it is it a, is it expected to be productive? If you're out there, you know what a break means. Please give us a call. We want to hear from you. 757-683-4405. What is it? Let's say you know we need to take a break. What is that break? That's in my experience. When somebody said they want to take a break, they want to explore the other options and see what else is out there, Mm. so that they can do all that. That's what it means in college. So they can do all that dirt when they're out there, and then come back to you. And they come back. And I'm like, well, you out there getting dirty. That means you come out to me dirty. Mm -hmm. I, I, I I can't. I came up, came up my head around it, and the person wanted me to be okay with it. And I was like, I guess I said, yeah, before I realized I said, yeah, because I was so, like, in armor with them. Like, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. And I'm like, wait a minute, what did I disagree to? Because I'm giving you a free pass to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then he was still staying with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, he's living with me in my house. I'm paying the bills, and you're doing out whatever you want to do. So I cut it off real fast. You know? But did they say what the purpose of the break was? They said that they need to get that, they wrap their head around being in a full time relationship because so it's like no, a period of a reflection. You need a that, that's what it was supposed to be, but it wasn't that. Uh-huh. They would just want to go out there and be a, a license to hoe. A license to hoe. That's what excuse, I. That's what I said. Friend. It's that a license. To but I believe that as long as it's a, um, both parties have communicated exactly what their break means. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there should be conditions. It should be conditions. Mm-hmm. Your your break should be so you can go sleep with other people. I don't mm-hmm. think that's what a break, um, in the sense of, I guess if someone say they want a break, mm-hmm. um, but I do like that you said reflection. Mm-hmm. It's a moment of reflection to make certain that this is what you wanted to do. Just like if you were living together before you got married. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Do condone living together before you get married because it lets you know what it is to be um, with someone. Yeah. Um, to get to know someone that in that private space. That is a good idea. But then at some point you do sh- you should take a break because you should say, "Now, do I really want this?" <laughs> so you're saying that, but. This is in the process leading to marriage that you exactly. should live together, but then there should be a mandatory break, and Where during that break, you're what you're not reflecting back on that time. Exactly. You're not sleeping around, you're uh, reflecting. And on how could you better be effective in your relationship, or if it's something that you really want to be in forever? But I don't think a break should be me leaving to go do who I want to do, you do who you want to do, because that's not the purpose. Then how can we come back together? Okay. Now, let, let me change that. Suppose you're in a long-term relationship. Suppose uh-huh. you guys have been married for 20 years, uh-huh. you know, and you plan to be together forever. Have you ever heard of a hall pass? I've heard of it. You've I don't, I don't, I don't condone it. This I've is, heard of it. You don't condone nothing. I, I, I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I wouldn't condone a hall I'm pass either. You wouldn't? I don't think I would condone a hall pass unless there was okay. um, conditions. Let me explain what a hall pass is okay. because I know you know. But a hall pass is <laughs> a hall pass is when there's a relationship and one of the people, you know, has an itch. They love you. You know, I love you, whatever. It's going to work. I don't want to leave you. But there's some unattended needs or there's some desires I want to. Okay, do you I, think you that's know? what a hall pass is? It is what a hall pass. Well, and the person says, okay. You can prime, do that. Prime example. But I think there was a movie based on it. Joel yeah, Bayard was in it. it. I don't was. think it was so much that they wanted to do it. I think it was just 
up uh, where they came and okay, it it prevents cheating. This is this is this is me explaining my. But does it prevent cheating? Okay, say you have a a a guy a male relationship. It is a gay relationship, and then cheating is if I say you can't do it. But this is what I'm saying. It's almost like you're saying to a child, "There's candy in the refrigerator. You can eat one piece now." And one piece later. And one piece later. Mm-hmm. But what you think that baby gonna do when she get to that candy? If she's responsible, she should take one piece Mm-mm. now. She's gonna lick on that piece of candy. <laughs> she's gonna lick on that piece oh, of candy wow. oh, and wow. put it back. Okay, so in that same instance, so, say I you have a, 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 a gay relationship. Uh-huh. And they're both, you know, they, they, one, is, one is a full top and one is a verse. Uh-huh. And then, so the verse is saying, well, I want to I wanna top sometimes too. The top is like, well, I don't bottom at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give you a pass to go and do that to somebody else. Okay, that's so that's okay for you. I mean, it's not my situation, but, but I mean, but put yourself in if, a situation. If with that, a if that, if put myself in a situation, if yeah. that's something that I did not want to do, and I was fine with that, as long as that's not a constant thing. Yeah. So I was in a group chat and we we had this same similar conversation. Versus, if your partner had a medical, uh, couldn't get up. And they oh, couldn't indeed. please you, mm-hmm. man or woman. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you do to ensure their pleasure? And I suggested because everybody, oh, <laughs> everybody, oh, everybody, oh, everybody kept you, saying, "Let me guess, Bible study." Is that what you suggested? <laughs> yeah. so, so I suggested. I said, "Well, instead of because everybody kept saying going out." I wouldn't want him to go out. So I was like, well, instead of them going out, why couldn't it be a mutual thing where you both find somebody that you both like? That your you poly, feel, what is it? Polyamorous relationship. Well, well not, a, not a polyamorous relationship. It's a, it's a, because it's, it's almost like a human poly, sex it's a poly toy. Situation, though. You come in, we want you, and then it's bye bye mm-hmm. when we don't need you. That goes back to what we discussed a couple of weeks ago. I think in order for relationships, especially male on male relationships, to you can't have this hetero. I think what it's called heteronormative type relationship yeah. where these certain the roles, things don't work. Roles, roles, you have to learn how to redefine the relationship to work for both of them. At all. Yes, um, well, and if it may I, take every now and then you bring the, somebody in to make the it work. That said that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was, and I, I do believe because you have to define your relationship. And I noticed that a lot of people today mm-hmm. that's how they're to define their relationship it's right their here. relationship yeah. versus right defining it how Normal. traditional Tradition. people or say society. exactly yeah. um how relationships should be so i definitely believe that every relationship is different mm-hmm. um and you should find your own normal what works for you exactly same thing as relationship Look the part. What works for you? I preached that for years. So, Well, that because, is a shameless plug for you to plug your talk yes. while we're on radio. Look for the 2018 version coming for um, recently graduated graduates going into the work, workforce. We're going to be talking about them. Yes. We're going to be working with kids. We're going to be working yes. with women and women. men. And men. So look for 2018 coming 2018 soon. 2018 coming soon. I'll be about writing the About 20 more pounds off and my chest a little bit tighter. I'm going to be able to do it. Look the part. But what you want to talk about, Nick? So, did you guys hear that Fantasia, Jasmine Sullivan, and Brandy supposed to be doing a song together? Who's the last one? Brandy. (laughs) So, my question to you is, which of the three are your favorite You said Fantasia, Jasmine Sullivan, Fantasia, Mm. Jasmine Sullivan, and and Brandy. So, so, which I, one you do you? Which one is your? Cocoa. Wait, 
I can't swap them out. This is the three that's doing the CD together. So which one is your favorite? And is it a hit or a miss? Depends on how they do it. Yeah, well, my favorite is Fantasia, but... And I think it might be a miss because it's too many, too, all their voices, well, I know Fantasia and Jasmine's voices are, are extremely loud. Mm-hmm. Brandy's voice is kind of mediocre and mm-hmm. soft. But their voices are going to drown her, her voice out. That's, yep. she, she's mismatched to me. That's Brandy not, can not, definitely not. sing, but she I just sing, don't see her. But not, not, not she's with Jasmine a, and Fantasia. She's going to have to not be herself in order to mm. survive in that collaboration. That's just my opinion. She's not going to be able to sing the traditional Brandy. She's going to have to yell. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to have to get ticked off. Well, Jasmine don't yell at me. Now, that's Fantasia going to have to but check Jasmine, that. But Jasmine, Jasmine can kind of, yell. Jasmine but has a big who taught, her the scene. who taught Jasmine how to run? Love with another man. Who taught Jasmine how to do runs? Fantasia. Brandy. Brandy. Oh, oh. Maddie Moss Clark. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie Moss, Moss been dead. Maddie Moss Clark. Who taught her <laughs> how to do runs? Who taught her? Brandy Maddie taught Moss Jasmine Clark. how to run. Who told you that? Are you guessing that? Bra- I mean, this was Jasmine Sullivan did an interview on it. Oh, she did an interview yeah. and said it. Brandy taught her how to run up and down. It's it's harder to run. Mm-hmm. It's easy to run down, but it's harder Hard to, to run, run up. up. It is, and to stay and to stay in tune and pitch. Yeah, up down so, sideways. But Jasmine Sullivan is one of my favorite yeah, she's, she's, female she's, she's, artists. She's an awesome. Musician. But I do believe it's going to be a miss because I remember when Fantasia. That was nice. And that was hideous. Coco. It was, who was it? Fantasia, Faith Evans. It was a lot. It was too much. I had my ears plugged. It was like a train wreck. It was a lot. My mom was hilarious. We'll get saved off any song that... Wait, um, that song touched me. In he my, be crying, in my soul. Mary, they have a little laugh. <laughs> it was white as snow. Thank you, you know Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. EJ, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> you don't let them do this, right? Well, okay. I want to talk about, um, you know, since we talk about church, um, mm-hmm. how the church can condemn. Well, you know what? We're going to come back to that yes, because we only have five minutes. Okay. Let's continue the poly, the poly conversation. Okay. Why is it increasing in prevalences in society these I mean a lot, I Tell a lot people of people what it is who don't uh, know a partnership is when you have two people and they invite a third person third or fourth person into a relationship and they can do whatever they want to do and they have their own rules rules are set you know either we can <coughs> we all mess around together we don't mess around together and or play separately but you have to but is, that, is that the same as like threesome or no no, it's not. No, a threesome is a one-time thing. I'm talking about a poly relationship. Oh, so it's a like, relationship. A relationship. It's four of us in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. It's not fun. <laughs> not at all. Because <laughs> you, you tell you why it don't sound fun. Let me tell, let me tell you why. Go ahead. Tell, tell I can't even work with one. Do you hear me? Do you got hey, two? man. What did Come you say? Come over here. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> what's, what's your name? What's, what's your name over here? My one gets on my app. Well, I can tell you, I can tell from, from experience, um, being in a poly relationship is not fun at all because it was like I had two boyfriends at one time telling me what to do. And I'm like, look, I don't have time for one boyfriend telling me what to do, but now I have two calling me. And then they each want to, and then they want to each break the rules separately because they each want me by themselves. So said, are you condoning it? Or are you? It, I'm, it I'm just sounds like it's me. not for you. It's not for me. That's why I'm not doing it. But I was interested to see why it's increasing in. I think because again, that goes back to making your it relationship work for, for you. you. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people can be satisfied with multiple. Razor. I know that I can't. I cannot do it because I'm old and I'm forgetful and I'm lazy. Hey Amen. Um, we have a question. What was the question? It was. The question is: Would you feel secure in that open in that relationship? open relationship? Asking me. 
in general. Let's, oh. I do believe, I think an open relationship is more on, once again, you Trust just have to communicate. If you're not communicating exactly what you're, you want out of this relationship, yeah. what's your boundaries, what's your expectations, then you're going to be insecure. Um, but if we're open and we're honest and um, we're not doing anything outside uh, of the situation, uh, I know other I than a, what we've stated then. I had, I had a set of friends in I California that um, they had a really successful poly relationship. They were all three of them together. They, did, they took pictures. They slept together. They did everything together. Then something happened. Somebody broke the rules, and then they just broke off. They actually kicked one person out of the circle because they, he broke the rule. And I was like, well, I thought you guys were all in love with each other. He's like, I love this person. I love this person. We all love each other. So it just gets, I mean, like I said, it just goes by communication and rule. I just want to give a shout-out right quick to my girlfriend, Sharon Cook. She is watching the show live. Shout and she has a question. What was her question? The question is, did Will just amen on Nate's comment that he is getting old and lazy? Amen. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. yes he did. Yes, I remember that. I, I'm sure it hasn't changed. Well, some, there are some things that I do. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Down, yes, simple, yes, down, yes, simple. Yes, yes, But, um... Whatever feels secure. I used to say that I thought that would be the perfect. Going back to us, I thought that would be perfect. But then when I really exactly was faced with the opportunity, I was like, no, yes, I couldn't. Check I think out. the thought in my mind, in, as long as I was the theory, only one being mm-hmm, open, mm-hmm. in theory, it's good. But that would in practice, be great. It's kind of. But I didn't know it meant the other person could be open as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. To me, that's stupid. I don't understand why both would want to. Wow, be open. so selfish. So yeah, selfish, selfish what? lover. I agree with that. Selfish lover. Huh? Well, Remember your audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Justin, would you like a microphone? Justin, here you go, Justin. It's all selfish audience. We don't talk as yeah. <laughs> We don't pass the mic. <laughs> we don't pass the mic, huh? Yeah. But okay. All right, all right, all right. We have like three minutes before our guest calls, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce our first guest. So the, tonight's talk... Um, it's money talks, basically talking about everything. Both of our guests are credit experts. Um, 2018, really on point for me. My next thing that I want to talk about and really focus on is getting my finances in order. Yes. Um, okay. Can I get on that marriage story? is on my horizon. Okay. Kids are on my horizon. Who? Better be invited to the wedding. Well, Ooh. we're looking Wedding. at guest list. Yeah. Our guest list is going to be really... I haven't gotten to the guest list Ooh. yet, but I'm sure you'll be there. I'm sure you'll be there. It's, it's small, tight, and intimate. Just send us your tax so we can see what how was much your... you make because well, we they need big gifts. <coughs> Wilson says, please Go don't talk Mark. about my friend Nate like that. So. Who was that? Lakeisha. Oh, yes. That's my god sister. Your god sister. Hey, Keisha. Okay. okay. Do I know Keisha? Keisha. In Jacksonville. Shout and Keisha. Yes. Hey, shout and Keisha. Shout and Keisha. Oh, Lord, yes. Keisha, you going to kill me when I tell him how I showed you how you shouted. Yes, he demonstrated how you shouted. <laughs> I love Keisha. Okay, so our first guest is Brian Diaz. He is a nationally recognized credit expert. He's a U.S. Army veteran, the creator of the credit audit system, and author of numerous books, including How to Fix My Credit and the best selling How to Boost Your Credit 100 Points in 30 days without credit repair. He lives in Long Island, New York, and his, he has a wife and two kids. So he's going to call in. If you have any questions regarding your credit, 
or um, I know I have one question I have to ask him about mm-hmm. how these things keep popping up yes. on my credit yes. after they should have dropped off. Yes, yes. And I think Justin was saying credit companies keep buying them. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they and sell, I want to know is that legal? Yes. Is that legal? It is yes. legal. But I'm going to ask this guy. It's a way. And then the time the time starts back again once they sell it. Yeah. Once they sell it, it starts back up for the yeah. So that's like a loophole. Somebody yeah. figured out in there. Mm-hmm. Yes. So most companies sell it to get their money. Yes, they gonna get their money. Okay. I found that. I just found out the hard way. Okay, well, he's coming up. So I need to. If you have any questions about that you want us to ask, make y'all sure you make put sure it there. Call in. And there, yeah, call or in. call in, or call you in. can go on. You can go on Facebook. Yes. And just go to W O D U Live, and you can chat with us right there. YouTube. Oh, yeah, on YouTube. I'm sorry, yeah, on YouTube.com. And look up WODU Live, and you can actually see us in the studio there, and you can chat with us. You can ask questions that you would like us to ask the guests when they call in tonight. And if you want me to pray for you, I'll be yes, on the line. I would suggest not. And I will pray a prayer. Mm. Pray for pray, pray, pray yeah, for himself. Lord. Come down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Both come down from the mountaintop. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay, okay, do. okay. So Warren Buffett, um, <laughs> Everybody knows him, billionaire Warren Buffett. He said that doubling your net worth won't make you happier. Um, he's worth $91.1 billion. He recently said that having more money isn't the key to happiness. In fact, the business mogul admitted that he enjoyed the days when he was um, had a mere fraction of his money, much more. Um, he said, I wasn't unhappy when I had $10,000 when I got out of school. Um, he said, I was having a lot of fun. He said people tend to think that having more money will make them happier. He gave them this this example. He said if you have $100,000 and you're an unhappy person, do you think $1 million is going to make you happy? It's not going to make you happy. So I want to know, do you think money would make you more happy? Mm -hmm. Um, And do you? next question is kind of a deviated version of that. I want to know, do you think you can have it all? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you think money? Do you think money? Would solve all your problems and you'd be a happier person? I think about this question a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, well, at this point, I'm not really involved with a lot of relationships and whatnot. But, like, if I can still have my family and still have a lot of money and be mm-hmm. happy, then I'll take the money. Yes. My family. I mean. Money. Money. Because that money. Warren Buffett is a god. I'm well, money. A- because... If we take that money from Warren, let's see how happy exactly. he is. Then. So, how was he going to feel without money, all that? He's worth over. I'm not going to say dollars. money changes, or it's going to be the root of your happiness. Mm. Because if you're a miserable person, you're going to be miserable with money, right? But give me some money, and I'll show you. Give me some money and watch me watch me live. Well, I'm going to be the antagonizer. Um, I had a lot of money at one time, and I was very selfish, very self centered, and mm-hmm. very stubborn. And I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. As soon as I lost everything, I was I was making almost seventy five thousand a year, and I had a three bedroom house, two cars, I had it all. Mm-hmm. And I let it all go. And then as soon as I let it all go, and was living on five hundred dollars a month, I was so happy. I was so elated because that was like I had no issue, I had no problems because that money gives you more problems with it. I mean. More problems, like people always ask for handouts. Oh. Always want you to take care mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I used to take trips, and I had to pay for everybody. That thing I paid for four people to go to Atlanta one weekend. I paid for that food, the travel, the mm-hmm. hotel room, and gave them walk around money, just like it was nothing. Because and then of course nobody said thank you, but that's who I, that's who I was. Mm-hmm. But I had to get out of that role. But once I let that go, and you took them to Atlanta, you say? Yeah, I took them to Atlanta. <laughs> I was I was in college. What are you supposed to do? This was my what do you think? In between. Um, I had an aunt. I owned a wealthy aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, I miss her. She was such so, a sweet lady. One, one that's that's hard. be happy, but even like her daughter said, you can have all the money in the world to where you think you're happy, but when it comes down to your health and all of that, and you think money is going to buy you happiness, like her daughter said at the funeral, I'm going to give all this money up, the funeral home and everything, I can have my mama back, because that's what might happen to Jesus. So you can have all the money you want. I mean, with Justin, when you put it like that, Lord, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, mercy. Mercy. that's good. Answer. Like, good. Yeah, that's, 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 that's good. Because her kids had to work a day in their life the way their daddy set up the money. So you got it made while your parents are living, and you think you got it made. Everything is good, but once your wife gone. is gone, that's it. Lord. You don't care about that money, so money came by you. Let me call my mama right quick. Yes, I think money will erase a lot of problems, but. They create their own set yeah, of problems exactly. as well. Everything um, does. And that's if you're not responsible exactly. with it and if you're not strong enough. Like somebody that told me, um, I, I keep forgetting these people who tell me these good <laughs> pieces of wisdom. They said that, um, like if you were the if you were to inherit a lot of money, that you should have a separate person. Yes. That they would have the people have to go through. It's somebody that you are in cahoots with. Um, who basically is your no person? Oh no, I yeah. can say no. Um, yeah, and they would be, they would basically have to go through them, and they already know no right. because such and well, such. Well, if go- you come through me, you could just look at me and be like, "Well, never mind. <laughs> <Don't worry about laughs> I'll pass." Don't worry yeah, about it. I'll try to. You have, mm-hmm. yeah, because like yeah, some people they, their heart is so good, and people know exactly. that. Um, I'm so yeah. glad nobody knows that about me. Yeah, exactly, and not trying to get their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you going to say something? Yeah, we have a couple of comments here. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle Pitts Brown says, "Hey, Michelle, more problems if you don't know how to manage it." Let me repeat that. We have a comment from Facebook Live. Michelle Pitts Brown hey, Michelle. says, "Money causes more problems if you don't know how to manage it." Right. And of course, one of our resident co-hosts, guest co-host, Miss Paula B, hey, Paula. says, "I want the coins." Okay, <laughs> I know that's right, Paula. Um, Sharon Davidson Cook says. Happiness seems to lie most in healthy, organic relationships. Also, some people don't realize that with blessings come burdens. Um, hi, Nikki. Hi, Dr. Brenda. Uh, Dr. Paula. Stratton. Yeah, no, Dr. Brenda Stratton. Uh, Paula Beckett says, that's me always wearing my heart on my sleeves. Yes. So. Y'all make do sure y'all too. call in, 683-4405. We're still waiting on our first guest to call in. But... Um, What's your response to someone telling you I love you and you don't love them yet? Wow, that's interesting. It just happened. Um, I care about you, but I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to lie. Say I love you if I don't love them. What I, are you saying? I care. Thank about you. you. I care about. I you. I care about you. I care about you, but I'm not. I'm not in love with you yet. Ooh, but you add that. Love, love, love takes time. But why couldn't you tell someone that you love them? Because I the way the way, the way my internal. Moral compass is set up. I can't lie and say I love you. I don't but it's you. not a but lie though, because though, you do love. Okay, hold on, let, me, let, me, let me backtrack. I love everyone. God, but not yeah, that agape love. But everybody, see, everybody <laughs> don't know that when I say I love you, mm-hmm. people take that as deep love. But I love everybody. Like I love everyone in this room right now because I have that agape love for everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I'll get there, but, but, but just but give me a chance. There is a there was a romantic type, that's, that romantic love. If I'm not feeling, I was in, I was in relationship with somebody for about a year, mm. and I felt bad because he loved, he was impassionate and loved me, and I was like, I was kept waiting for that moment to happen. Yeah. So you could say you you loved them. I had love for him, but I wasn't in love with. But him. that doesn't change the word "I love you." It's a, just it's, it, it changes it's, it's, the it's, it's, intensity. Is it an action? Yeah, you can. Is it an action? I think or is the a verb? intent of it is different. But if someone isn't that misleading? I, no, it's not misleading. 
if somebody is, you know that they are romantically in love with you and mm-hmm. they tell you, I love you, and your love for them, you're just saying, I love you like any stranger on the street. And you tell them that. Don't you think you're misleading you do it. them? How you do it? And so, okay, so you say, hey, I, 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 love, I love you, Nate. And then I say, Oh, you, you do. Oh, you, you do, do the, the, the church. Mm, yeah, yeah. He's doing. He's doing. He's doing. Other words, you said, "Oh, you doing." Okay, people. Nate just did the church. The church love hug. Uh huh. The whole like, uh, the, oh, come here, come here, come here, baby. Yeah, yeah. I love you, baby. That little yeah. pat on your back. The th- just three pats. One, two, yeah. three. I love you, baby. That's how it is in church. But yeah. What I mean, you but you know what? In every relationship, there's going to always be one that love more than the other, or love faster than the other. I think you can tell when it's genuine, when they say I love you. You can tell if it's fake or if it's real. Especially if you got a connection with that person, mm-hmm. you'll know if they really mean it or not. And we spoke who, on that too, Justin, about a connection. What you mean? You can tell if somebody. I don't want to say this. Now, did that sound like it was genuine? But then don't that means it's not genuine if you got to think of it like that. I, would, I just giggle. I go, <laughs> giggle? <laughs> Thank you. I would. I yeah. Would be, He's such Lord, a I don't. I wouldn't. That's like the most inappropriate response. If I ever tell you I love you, I love you. Oh, because I'm not gonna tell you otherwise. I, I I I don't know how to handle that situation. Well, I could guarantee you right now that there's no one in this land will hear it from me. If you're listening among the airwaves in heaven, I think that's horrible. Someone just said Nate is so pastoral. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's terrible. Why not? Um, I am almost 300 years old. Okay. I'm waiting for my Jesus to return. Okay. And when Jesus come again, what he come? Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right. And when he comes, we're, we're still waiting on um, Brian to call in. But um, anybody else? No. Go with your. Uh, go with mine. So we can talk about yours then. Okay. Sure. Well, Ooh, um, let's wait for that. Let's go. I mean, it's, it's a pretty deep one. It's, it's about church, right? Yeah, it's about church. Well, no, because we have a lot of church people. Well, okay, well, you know how... You know, I have a deep church following. I know you do. Deep. I was raised deep. in the church, and I've been deep. to all the okay. churches in Hampton Roads. so much raised in <laughs> it, near <Ooh>. it, <laughs> or around it. Go ahead. Anyway, so it's it's funny. I found it very funny how the church condemns this lifestyle that I live. Mm-hmm. But they always ask me to do stuff for the church, mm-hmm. i.e. preaching, playing, singing, everything. Oh, the church of pimping. Now, this the, no subject is ever taboo Still on pimpy. this face it with Will Strayhorn and friends. So, what are you talking about? Because they're not going to be able to decipher this lifestyle. You, oh, are you a hermit? I'm, I'm, what I'm, a, you? I'm a gay. I'm a gay black man. Are you? Okay. And, I also, and I'm also a minister of music, and also am in line to be a minister. Okay. <laughs> Did you put that on your application when you applied to be co-host, sir? Become a what? Be co-host to the show. Did you put that on your application? I was. I was actually. I was asked to be a co-host. Oh, I didn't okay. apply. I forgot. I asked. Oh, yeah. So, and the, you think the church does what? They they give that they give that double standard where they condemn you, mm-hmm. but then they want they want they to pimp help. you for your gift, your basically. Yes. So how do you feel about that? Again, another conversation. I don't remember, but they were saying I think it was in um, when it speak up, which is a Facebook group on face mm-hmm. uh, Facebook group, and they were saying about um, homophobia in the church and how like most minister of musics and all those they are pimp you for your, your gift. But you're right there. Um, the yeah, but then they try to condemn you. I mean, just, just just look at um. Uh, 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 we can't call nobody. Names. Oh yeah, we, yeah. I will, I will, I will, and, and you, you had to say allegedly, 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 allegedly. That's platform. Yeah, that's our big word in the shop. Allegedly, you know who I'm talking about. Uh-huh. You see that big old spill? 
Uh-huh. And then that just messed her, her, her. She lost shows, bookings, and things. But that was the first time that I seen a backlash. Oh no, this Kimberly. Well, no, that was different. That, that was, was kind of different. I thought you were talking about my local. Was, uh, no, I'm talking about Kimberly. Hers mm-hmm. was an open. That was just ignorance. Ignorance, yeah. But, that, but, but that, I that don't feel stuff. this is. I don't know why. I I don't understand why we have to take our sexuality to church. That's a good question. Um, what do you mean by take it to church? Why do it even have to be a question of? That's what I do behind closed doors when I'm at church. I'm not here not to do that. So I'm here to serve the Lord. So why can't I just do that? I don't understand why, but a lot of people feel strongly about gay, you know, I guess people knowing that they are whatever they are. But to me, whatever I do is my business. Gay, straight, bisexual. So are you saying that you don't know why they would have a problem with it, or you don't know why people make it known? People make it known. So you think people should hide? No, 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 no. no. You never should hide. Um, especially well, when, some people when you, you talk can't about help church. <laughs> because when you talk about, well, I mean, you don't know that. Oh, I know. I know. You don't know that. When they walked outside, we knew. Do you see what it is? An effeminate man. Mm. There are men that are effeminate and are very straight. You should know that we're going to assume, based upon the person in your hand, exactly, but that you're this. You can't do that, William. But okay, so so I just don't feel that. Now I do understand. You know, if you go to a church where they are constantly preaching about it and it convicts you, or you feel that. Um, Convicts or condemns? Condemn you. Okay. Then, Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. Maybe that's not the church for you. I remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor. But I just feel that it shouldn't be something that you need to broadcast. Broadcast. Because um, as long as you know who you are, God know who you are. He made you. Mm-hmm. And um, as long as you are aware of it. And you're worshiping in your truth, then so, okay. so hypothetical situation, hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. Let's say two ministers of music. Mm-hmm. One's gay, one's a woman. Mm-hmm. So the gay person who's in a relationship, married, they should be expected. Their partner or their husband shouldn't come to the church. No, why they no, wouldn't why get come to the church? Should they be? Should it be known that they're together? I mean, it should not be known. Well, but. I don't understand that. If her, if her husband can come up, run up there and give her a kiss or a hug. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> or a whole hand. <laughs> so in, you have what's called internalized homophobia. No, William, that, I'm not being homophobic. What I'm telling you. No, no, no. I didn't say homophobic. You, you I said internalized homophobia. No, I don't have any homophobia. Or any phobias. What I'm saying is, first of all, her husband shouldn't run up and kiss her in church. That's just a no-no. Why not? You know, that's unseemly. Why? Why, not? Why would y'all want that to happen? So y'all just trying to make my story <laughs> invalid. That's what y'all doing. I mean, what? But what I'm saying is... That's, that's oh, a culture in your church. I would, cringe. I'm going to cringe. Your toes are on up. Is this what we paid for? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sharon, I want to know. What do you think, Sharon? Sharon, don't you weigh in on this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Well, I so mean, what do you... I mean... I mean, going, see, now that uh, I used to go to a traditional Baptist church mm-hmm. where it was none at all. Mm-hmm. 
But now I go to more open and accepting churches that is like my first time seeing a man kiss another man in a church was doing that. And I was like, whoa, are you serious? But that was my my. I cringe. Group. I just cringe. I did. But, I did yeah. too. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, I have the kissing. They're kissing uh-huh. each other. But, you know, now that I'm more used to seeing it, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with it. But a question <laughs> I had is what about these ministers that are using their sexuality to prey on these young boys or in church. Well, that's just totally wrong across the board, yes. whether they're straight but or they're, gay. But they're doing that. And it's like, it's like nobody's just turned a blind eye to it because a personal testimony, I lived in Atlanta for about a year and a half, and then I started going to Bishop Long's church, Eddie Long's church. Mm-hmm. And he found out I played piano. He was like, oh, I want you to come and be part of my music ministry. He was just like really like calling me, checking, saying, well, are you coming to church today? And I was like, sure. I mean, I met, met through a mutual friend, but then... I didn't ever go, but then after that, shortly after, that's when all the the hip law, whatever his stuff happened, and I was like, wow, I dodged that bullet. But then I said, well, did, did I really dodge a bullet? Because I could have got paid. But you know, that's just me thinking. But yeah, a lot of these pastors are praying, praying on these young boys, and they don't know any better. Yeah, what's that? It's YouTube. Yeah, so mm. how you feel? How you guys feel about that? Well, I mean, that's just well, wrong. Yeah, that's I don't even really have anything. That's just, <laughs> that's just wrong, whether it's gay, straight, exactly. female pastor, male pastor's just wrong. Oh, what about, okay, did y'all guys see the pastor where he, he screenshotted a picture of him kissing his boyfriend? To yeah, the I congregation? saw that. I saw that. He, that was an accident. Yeah, it was accident. Accidents happen. It does, but that's why, that's like, you that's why you always delete. That delete, delete, delete. And oh, then you empty the trash. There was something mm. else that was on the shade room adjusted. earlier last week. <laughs> okay. Oh, I forgot you. <laughs> it was um, it was this man. He was a third grade teacher, and he had a picture oh, yeah, a picture from his, his wedding. Own, own yeah, his, and desk. the parents started and signing fired. petitions and stuff. Yeah. and got him fired. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 That, I remember that one. Yeah, we that talked was, about that in the group too. Yeah, that was. And weird. I felt like he should absolutely not be showing any favoritism. He should be asked to take down that his wedding picture, yeah. just as long as every other teacher in there exactly. can't have their wedding picture exactly. up. Exactly, but it wasn't, it was just him, it wasn't everybody else. Well, then everybody should be fired, or he should be hired That's what I'm saying. With the raise. I mean, so, so can everybody have a picture of them kissing their significant other? That should be the problem. It shouldn't be the problem of them kissing. Mm-hmm. That should be the problem. And, and Nate, they didn't target Nate knows that. that teacher. He's not a teacher. No, neither one of them. One, I think it was a hypothetical it situation, was a hypothetical, but they grabbed they the picture used their the picture. Oh. Yeah. One's that a hairstylist, the other one worked for NASA. That was funny. That was funny. But yeah, I think, you know, do you think the attitudes within the church are improving? I do believe so. Slowly. Slowly. Uh, in like, some like, churches. Like a, like a but I do believe that people are becoming more susceptible and accepting of I'm glad as long as you didn't use that T word. Because. I don't know. He didn't okay. call for more than one. Okay. Um, so. Because um, we are all God's children, mm-hmm. um, and pastor. One, a pastor once said to me that if you don't want me to accept them in my church, then when I open up the doors of the church, I need to put out a disclaimer because it would be wrong for me to say all are welcome, but you you have a problem secretly with a one group of people. So I do believe churches are slowly but surely coming around. Okay. okay. All right. Um, there was an article in the where on this site called theAtlantic.com. It says why so many minority millennials can't get ahead. Um, it says without the financial support that many white families can provide, minority young people have to continually make sacrifices that set them back. 
um, during key times, like within their career, when they first get in their career, they should be building assets, saving money and things like mm-hmm. that. But often their times are spent um, spending money on helping family out mm-hmm. because they've made it. Yeah. Um, it was a really interesting article. So I want to know, do you, do you agree or not? Do blacks have a harder time getting ahead because we're often um, times helping family members financially rather than um, being helped financially in the years when we're starting to build our career? Totally agree with that. You agree with it? I'm, I'm an attestment to that because I had, I, had, I, had I had a big career. My mother got sick. She had a stroke, so I had to give up everything because I'm the oldest. I, mm. it all. I didn't have to, but I did. I gave it up, and then I came home to take care of her. And I mean, I don't regret doing it, but then again, like I said, I, I could have been living in California or wherever, living my life, but you know, that wasn't the path I chose. I did choose to come home, mm-hmm. but you know, I, ch- and I chose to stay because I could have left. My mom's doing better now, but I could have stayed, but you know, I'm staying, I'm staying around. You sound like you resent it a little bit. I mean, I wasn't, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say it was the best decision that, that I made because uh-huh. I definitely sacrificed. It's not too late. It is too late. It's never too late. It's not too late, but it's like the decisions I've made, mm. I have to, this, it, was like, it, was like, it was like a domino effect. That one decision dominoed everything. Changed things. It changed, it okay. changed, changed my trajectory of my mm. life. So I'm just having to re- refocus and re-brought, rebrand myself into what I'm going to be doing. So it's not too late. It's just okay. that now I have to make sure that everybody else is okay because when I do make this next move, and I will make the next move, <laughs> it will be for me and not for nobody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. What about you? Yes, I do believe that is a true statement. And it reminded me of a friend that I had when I was in the military and when he was in boot camp he sent every last one of his checks back home to his mother because they grew up poor and it was one of the reasons why he joined the military just so that he could um support his family and i mean he literally sent every last one of his checks home and i never forget when we went out to sea and he put um, what we had on the ship ATMs on the ship that you could put all of your money in the ATM. And when he got off cruise, he saved, literally saved every last one of his checks because you eat for free. You can go out on port, um, but you don't have to really spend money if you go out and you eat first and then you go have fun and then come back. Um, so he literally saved all of his checks so that when he came back from out to sea, he can buy his mom a car. Oh, wow. Oh, that was nice. And... So I do believe we... He was African-American? He was African-American. I do believe that... But I'm not going to say all black families, but I do believe there are kids out here that um, are sacrificing a lot to make it so that they can have a better life for their mom or their siblings. Do you think there are situations where perhaps they're first-generation graduates? Mm Mm-hmm. And they may be guilted a little bit. Okay, now you made it. Now help. Oh, they're they're expected. Oh yeah, which is I mean, just like what's her name, husband. That's how he is. He's very successful, and his parents feel that that he should be taking care of the family because you know what they grew up poor. They Uh come from a poor country, Um, but um, I think that he's doing his part. But he have his own family. So you always want to take care of your home first. But uh, I think he's doing a really great job. I wonder if sometimes people do that. So let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. As a black man who we didn't, we didn't have to go through those type situations or that 
we didn't grow up in that line of poverty. Could you do it? Could I do what? Could you make a living to take care of your family? I want to take, I want to make. Could you do it? Is it like a yes or no? (laughs) Yes. It's a start with a yes and then you can explain. Yes. You could. But my goals are to do that anyway. But mm-hmm. I want to, I, I, my life, my, my dream for my life is to be so big that I can take care of my to family. To be successful. And my yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Did you want to say anything? What about you, sir? Are you okay? Okay. Have I upset? Are we going to have a, a talk <laughs> later on? <laughs> oh, dumb, dumb, dumb. All right. You know what? We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back. Um, we're going to have another discussion. However, the phone lines are open. Oh, yes. So please call in. 757-683-4405. Don't be afraid. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. So call us if you um, have a comment or we have something you want to talk about. Um, you're listening to Let's Face It on WODU. We'll be right back. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to mooch off your friends. You gonna finish that grape? You mean the one in my mouth? You don't need to stop buying the necessities. What you're smelling is a natural musk. Ew. You don't need to be a medical test subject. How do you feel? Mostly okay. I... (laughs) Sometimes, though. (laughs) You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman. We need a new stuntman. Let's break for lunch. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. All right, deal. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. In the wake of a disaster, what one thing can you send that will help people the most? A blanket, a tent, a sandbag, a doctor, 
Actually, if you send a monetary donation, you send all these things. Even a small donation can make a big impact and can quickly become exactly what people affected by disaster need most. In the wake of a hurricane, your monetary donation can make a huge difference to those in need. To donate, visit supporthurricanerelief.org. That's supporthurricanerelief.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. You're now listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. Oh, yeah. Yes, we're back. Yeah, we're back, we're back, we're back. Okay, so um, two of the richest hip-hop guys in the game. Artists, go ahead. Hip-hop artists? Yeah, okay. artists. Whatever. Sean Puffy Combs and Jay-Z. That's him. Yeah. Jay Z's worth worth what nine hundred million? Nine hundred million. Nine hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're working on an app, um, and it's aimed at um, showing black-owned businesses. and black-friendly businesses in any given city, which I think is a, a cool idea. Um, Sean was saying that this is not about taking away from any other community. He said, he said we're still going to go to Chinatown. We're of still going to buy Gucci. Of course. He laughed. He said, but the application will make it possible for us to have an economic community. It's about blacks gaining economic power. Like that. But he and Jay-Z have been talking about this, and he said um, about moving the race forward actively by means of taking a lot of money and putting it back into the community. So I want to know, would you download and use the app, and do you make it a point to buy black? Well, can I, I, before you do that, that's a question. There was a, a black business um, phone book or yellow pages. Black at pages. One time. Black pages at I one time. That. I don't know if it's still out there. because so Are uh, phone books still out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, phone books are still out there. But what I'm saying is, is this, is that is that still available? Because back in when I was born, I remember my grandmother used to talk about, "Well, baby, we're gonna do, we're gonna shop out this black pages." Mm-hmm. I know what black pages, but it's no white pages, yellow pages. I know the black pages. So I don't know if it's still out there now. Does anybody? Cause anybody I don't. I don't I have anybody, can anybody say? Yeah. Why would you use the phone book if you? you I mean, you they're on your they're phone. smaller now. But um, it's weird though that I do like the idea of or the concept of the app as far as putting. Money back into the community, but I thought a, a girl from Hampton already made a, a similar app as far as a black girl from Hampton. She won a a, a big. Oh, I remember the I remember the girl. I don't know if that was the app they have that an she active created. Website. They have a, they have an active website, so, yeah. so that means it's still in publication. So, oh, that means yeah. it's still in publication. However, I think it it's a online. really great. Um, but I I don't th- think that I can solely support black businesses. And that was good. why. Let, that's the conversation I want to have. Why? One day I was at McDonald's, and uh-huh. I went to, and I Hello? set my okay. order. Um, yes, I would like to have a double cheeseburger with a small fry. Uh-huh. And I went to the next window, and there stood a young black lady. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm waiting at the door. She looked at me, and I looked at her back, and she was like, can I help you? Well, I was just at the speaker, and I ordered a uh, uh, hold on, and she slammed the door. So I really don't want to go to a lot of black establishments and see. Because of their service? Exactly. It's a do little you, slower. Do, do you feel that, because that's the issue with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all for supporting black, the black owned business, but instantly when people, and this is the same thing when people say, I'm a Christian businessman. Run. Run. Definitely. Definitely, because I feel like sometimes Christian, when people say that mm-hmm. and they use it as, um, I guess, something a to selling restore, as a sell, good, yes, as a selling technique, that's going to be an encounter to remember, and I'm not exactly. saying it in a good way. 
Um, but because I think I remember one time we had a gardener who was a black Christian man, and I don't think we had that garden built yet. I don't think we got our money back. <laughs> yeah, we never got the money back My either. Jesus. Uh, he's a liar. He's a liar. He's still living. Yeah. But, yeah, but my, this is my thing with, um, again, I, I would love to support him, but it has been my experiences. That the quality. That, not, and I'm not going to speak generally, not, but a lot of the world. black businesses, especially right. the black businesses that say that I should patron them because they are a black exactly. business. Exactly. Um, they, they give you a smaller portion. The, they give the you quality of their business, right, yeah. the quality, the customer service. Down the drain. Um, it's not the same as the counterpart. Exactly. So for that reason, I'll have to. I won't be able to buy black. Not one hundred percent. Not. I mean, you yeah, not one hundred percent. Yeah. You know, certain businesses. But I mean, there are a lot of black businesses who do live up to you know, you know yeah. high. They have high standards. And exceed customer service, all that. Then and yeah, probably because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently redid my own customer service within my own business. Wait, wait, wait. Um, You're not finished though, right? Because we saw today that you still. No. You still have some retraining to get that award-winning customer service up. Well, I have sessions open up now. EJ doing his counseling for customer service training. Oh, training one-on-one. One of my social. I'm going to pay for him to go take your class. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah, I teach that You do you make a habit to buy black? Are you one of those people to say I want to support a? No, really? Why? What are your reasons? Some black people just do Okay. So it's the same thing? Yeah. Same thing. Why is that? I don't know. It's something in their DNA. I don't know. Why do y'all do that? Because that chicken place. Which one? The chicken place that got the bad customer service. I can't, you can't, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly Pollard's, no. <laughs> I love, I love them. Yeah, I love pa- it's not them. Pollard's is white. It's That's not them. White. It's, the, it's, That's why. it's that cartoon place. Oh, yes, I know oh. what you're talking about. You know the cartoon place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's before your age. Yeah. It's before your age. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm sorry. You already know what it is. But, yeah, okay. he, he was a sailor man. Mm. Don't help you? <laughs> uh, no. Spin it. No. No. Okay. Yeah. But. <laughs> That place, hey, it, it gives me anxiety to go to the, through the drive-through because I'm like they act like I'm bothering them. Allegedly in Portsmouth, that's ghetto. Allegedly in Portsmouth, ghetto. You said allegedly. Okay, I like that. I, I guess you. Don't. Okay, I don't get it. And don't let them be a manager or a supervisor. Oh lord! Did you see the T-Mobile one? Oh, yeah. Did y'all see that? No. Yes, Where that. the lady was getting the customer service and the young lady. She was African-American, and she was just like, and even the security guard was trying to tell her, just go in the back so that the other guy, which was the white guy, can help her with great customer service. But she wouldn't leave, and she kept taunting um, the customer who, I mean, cussed her out, but I was just like, why she just won't go in the back? Why do we have to do this? It was just weird. Sounds weird. It was weird. And she was just looking. And then she was saying stuff like, oh, honey. <laughs> really? Yes, it was crazy. No. It was wild, but. No man is man. Okay. That's why I don't have T-Mobile service. Mm. Anymore. Ooh. Did we ever have T-Mobile? Yeah, we, had, we started with them. Oh. But, okay, so you guys know Demi? 
Demi Moore. No, Lovato. Yeah. Demi Lovato. <laughs> Demi Moore. I really like That's her. That's the first though. one you went to. Demi. I like Demi. Well, you know, she she had a concert, and then she... Oh, um, Demi Lovato. Yeah. Demi Lovato. With yes. the dark hair? Yes. Yeah. Um, so she had a concert, and so basically, I'm going to read what the article said, which really touched me. Then I saw it on TV. Um, Demi Lovato tearfully talked to her fans about her journey to sobriety during an emotional gig on this past Friday night. Um, she said she cried um, as her tour mates, DJ Khalid and Kalani, DJ surprised Khaled. her, whatever, <laughs> surprised her <laughs> during whatever. the New York City concert whatever. to, it's tomato, tomato, um, cool. to, <laughs> DJ to wish her a happy six years of sobriety. sobriety. Oh, that mm-hmm. was amazing. Um, and she said, what you've overcome through trials and tribulations, through dark clouds, Khaled, Khaled told her, you found the sunshine, and now the sun is shining on you forever. Oh, that's amazing. Um, So so she candidly told her audience, she said, yesterday, six years ago, I was drinking vodka out of a Sprite bottle at 9 o'clock in the morning, Mm. throwing up in the car. My God. She said, I remember thinking, this is no longer Tell the story. Tell the story. This is no longer fun, and I'm just like my dad. So she said, I took a long look at my life, and I said, something has to change. Something has to change. I've got to get sober. So I did. So my question to you is, was there ever an incident in your life or a turning point where you knew something had to change? I'll start it. So during my, we've talked about this infamous breakup. So during that time. Remember that my attorneys are listening. <laughs> Ain't nobody even had to know it was you. But I'm just but saying. <laughs> that's what I'm talking we about. We have a, a cease and desist letter. A who? But a go cease ahead, and desist. Cease and desist letter. <laughs> that's legal. Once you learn the name of the character. letter, we can Ooh. have it. I just huh? told you cease and desist. <laughs> cease and desist. Ceased. Cease. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just cease. So, wait became an issue for me mm-hmm. and i remember every time i've lost weight um probably about three times i remember but i've never lost weight on my own it was always through sickness or i took a drug and one of the side effects well, not a drug but a medication Supplement. and one of the side effects you no, know, like i took no. um what is that weight for a pre-diabetic um, oh metformin. Uh, metformin and i lost a lot of weight the last time i lost weight i lost like 20 pounds but it's never been on my own accord so this time i had to make up in my mind that i wanted to lose mm-hmm. weight and there were times I remember having the conversation with you. I was like, do you feel like this is the time? Because sometimes you can say, I want to do something. But you know in your spirit that's probably not going to be it. Because you or you're doing it for the mind. wrong reason. Yeah. yeah. Or yes. for the wrong person. But I knew that this time I was going to be able to stick to it. And it's been a hard journey. But I've been But you're doing, doing well. It. I'm doing really yes, well. Yes, you're doing really well. What about you? Um, uh, I don't know. My life is such a bore. There has there been something. I don't. That you, knew. you know what? I'm going to say wait to. Because I woke up one morning and said, child, I'm going to be fat for the rest of my life. I'm not worried about going to no gym. It keep coming out of my account every month. I just keep saying, you know what? <laughs> oh, well. This is me. Why? This is but me. Why? And you, com- and you, but you, and know you what? complain because about it. I am, but I don't complain anymore. Because I have become so comfortable with myself Excuse that it doesn't. And I do believe eventually that it will happen. Plus, I have some other circumstances as well that... I ain't going to say it's stopping me because I can still do it. But um, I do f- believe that eventually all things will work together. But right now, I'm so comfortable and so content with myself that 
Nice. It's like it's not. It don't bother me anymore. No way, it doesn't bother. But me. is that a bad? Is that bad? No, that's good. It's good to get self acceptance of yourself. Hold that. Con- hold that thought for the next conversation. Okay. We'll see if it's bad. Okay. What What, what was a turning point where you knew you had well, to make a change and you stuck to it? I remember we talked about. Yeah, well, most recently, I, I'm I'm very vocal about this. Um, I lost. I had a lot of lot of losses. A lot of, lot of deaths mm-hmm. and a lot of. There's a lot, a lot of losses, like, back to back to back. And the way that I dealt with it was to turn alcohol and drink. And I didn't think it was a problem because I would go out, drink, you know, socially on the weekends. And then I would only drink Friday. I would only drink on the weekends. Then it started to say I would drink the weekends starting on Wednesday. Then, it, then the weekend started on Tuesday. Then it was like every day I would drink and I'll have a drink or something. So the turning point was when I woke up in my niece's room. Well, I know my niece said I came in her room in the middle of the night. And I was just there. I didn't realize I, didn't realize I went in the room. And I said, this, this is where I need to stop. I need to stop to change my behavior. Because you, you were outside of your... I was outside, you had no I was, recollection of what you were doing. I, I was just out of it. So I took I took steps, and I was like, look, I got to change this behavior. I got to stop this. I got to change the people I was hanging around. They were drinking all the time. So I stopped hanging around those people that were drinking. Mm. Then I started changing, changing my go-tos. If I get stressed, no drinking, no eating, praying, meditating, reading, something like that, doing other things to do mm-hmm. that. But it took, it took a lot of willpower because, like I said, it's so easy just to do the just do the negative things. It's so easily easily accessible. I didn't do drugs before. I never did. I never was a drug. I wasn't a drug user, mm-hmm. but alcohol was my drug, mm. and it was a very powerful thing. Now I'm thankfully that when I was drinking, and I was driving, I was very very reckless. God has had His hand. They say He takes care of babies and fools, and I was definitely a fool. I didn't have no wrecks. I didn't have any car crash or nothing. But um, I'm very thankful that I got to that point. I was very. I wasn't ashamed of it, but I was ashamed that. I was I was the guy who went to high school. I was the the drug and alcohol prevention person. I was mm. that person mm. in high school. So mm. for me to be that now I was like, where did it go wrong? And then I started turning to alcohol. Whenever I was so you don't drink anymore? Oh, I still drink socially. Oh, I just okay. don't drink heavily. I know how to cut myself. I off. just don't want to lose another friend to <laughs> to sobriety. To sobriety. Um, <laughs> to sobriety. Lord Jesus, I can't. Have you ever had to make up your mind finally to make a change? I know you're, you're just She's only 19. 19. Aww. Well, she, you can have, you can have, you can have I can still have changes. You can have lots of experiences I haven't 19. had any drastic changes yet, but I've had a couple of changes. Okay. A couple of changes. We'll ask you in a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> you will come back. Nikki? Come well, you know, no, let me stop. <laughs> Putting out people's business. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. She's oh, working. She's you? working. Keep going? Okay. Keep going. That's what this well, I definitely like to indulge in. I don't, I'm not a, I like liquor. Liquor is my um, <laughs> social. <laughs> liquor, liquor is quicker. Liquor, liquor is, quicker, is but my. Wine is fine. It's my social drink when I want to be social. But baby, I will put a straw in a wine bottle. Do you hear me? I can go to the to the to Total Winery. What just happened? And be wanting to drink my wine <laughs> in the checkout wine. line. What is wrong? Hmm. Who said that? It's good for the soul. It's in the, the Bible. Bible. It's in the Bible. You know they were drinking wine in the Bible anyway. No, we don't have time to look it up. We're going to take the minister's word. Y'all want to. Okay, so let's go back to the question where you were talking about the weight isn't necessary. So listen to this quote, and it was in one of these groups that I found. Um, it says, finding you attractive is one thing. Mm-hmm. Me being excited to hear from you and wanting you around is a whole other thing. It is. Oh that's deep. That's deep. Yeah. And that's exactly why I downloaded it. But 
to talk about the context of this quote, but mm-hmm. then also to de- deviate a little bit um, as far as within, and this is another question, I guess, within our community or whatever, do you think too much emphasis is put on Most definitely. looks, most superficial definitely. things? Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Yes, yes. Really? Most definitely. Mm-hmm. And most, most people that are quote-unquote beautiful have the most effed-up attitudes ever. That's what I told Nate. I said I would never date anybody who I think is too attractive. But then again, that's 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 assumption. So it's no, not not no, everyone. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> wait a minute. Wow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pause. We're gonna go back. Let's go back ten seconds. We're gonna go back ten seconds. No, I would never date. He understand what you mean. You understand. He understand what you mean. That's not. Okay. He's not. He know he's attractive. What, what I was yeah. saying was that. But it. <laughs> what'd you say? Well. Uh, God, I wish I was dead. I wish I knew you. I wish I was dead. God, I wish I was dead. Yeah. No. Like, when I'm thinking, I'm thinking like. Exactly. Yeah, we understand. The first that was in jail, the guy that had the blue eyes. Yeah. He left his wife right when he got the money. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. Just too much Like these Instagram models. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's hot in here. Yeah. Will's in the hot seat. Everybody will's in the hot seat. Yeah. But, I mean. But, yes. It makes sense. This is so weird about me. I have this attraction. I don't know why. To I like extremely confident people. You like arrogant people. I I don't know why. It's my attraction, and God has blessed me with the (laughs) the very epitome of it. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's not what I meant. Be but careful, uh, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. I just believe that uh, I think well, is it. I don't know. If it's because they're it's this like younger generation, but um, that is a really great quote. Um, but I do believe that I am confident in myself um, to be able to wait for exactly what I want and what you deserve um, and what I deserve versus what you want, just what you, choosing what you want. because I want it. Um, and you can have it. And but I do believe that I am confident in me. And but this is a question I want to say: Have you ever dated someone that you felt was out of your league? Yes. Mm-mm. I, I just said I wouldn't. I have, I have mm-hmm. people have dated you that was out of out of your league, out of their league. Uh, I, I do well, think, actually, someone I do said think. someone's actually said that to me. Mm-hmm. They said, "Do you not like me because you think like it's too good to be true? Why would you want mm-hmm. me?" And I say, "No. The question is, why would you want me? Because I'm the prize." Have you ever heard the quote? Um, let me get it right. It says, "Become the person that you want to date." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So. When I hear that quote, I don't know what you, how that resonates. No, no, with it, you, it, it definitely refers. Um, like one of the things that I wanted to do with losing weight, and I wanted to do with getting myself financially fit, mm-hmm. myself with you know earning my degree, mm-hmm. because these are all qualities I, I want to look for exactly. In my so, like, I personally, I'm going to catch hell for this, but for because when I was single, there were people who would look look up. To trying to date me, and I would look. I like what would make you think. But you, do you know that that's a it's a it's a it's a proven study. Uh-huh. And I think I've t- said this before. Educated people like educated people. Mm-hmm. To 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 a certain extent, 
because you wouldn't want anybody. Because like, what drives me is good conversation, uh, uh, stimulating conversation. If you can't conversate with me, then Reverse. it's gonna Reverse. be like, which I was. Conversate. I ain't want to do it. I like conversate better. Uh-huh. I like conversate uh, better too. But all my exactly. friends always like, converse. I mean, but you know, converse convertible. But. You know, but <laughs> I do believe that if you cannot converse with me, I wouldn't be able to. On the other hand, though, um, because are, it's a part of my chemistry. There are. On we talked about chemistry. Chemistry though, that so. that that's another thing that drives me. Mm-hmm. Uh, chemistry chemistry wise mm-hmm. is one portion of. One of my things that I I just like. So if you can converse with me and you meet my level of... It was so funny. I was talking to some girlfriends and they would say, well, how do you go to a bar and it's a little low rentish, let's mm-hmm. say that, and you can pick out good men in a low rentish bar? Mm-hmm. I say by heightening your confidence. When you heighten your confidence... People that are not for you, they're going to think, oh, you're arrogant. But people that are attracted to you, they're going to, they're going to gravitate to you. When what do you, you mean heightening in your Your why, confidence. Why can't you just be You can't yourself? go in there. <laughs> I mean, look, so the trans, like, don't dumb yourself down? Don't, you definitely, you shouldn't ever dumb yourself down. But you may, sometimes you have to supersize it. Why just so that why not the, just the lower people... I ain't gonna say lower people, but for those that you don't want to attract you. But why so, not? Why not? If you're going into that type element, why not just be yourself? And um, you're gonna stand out anyway. True, but at the same token, if you just bring it up a little notch, yeah, then you will um, you will attract what you're looking for. Yeah, I, I do. I, I and I'm, I'm gonna say this not just I believe it. But I've seen it happen. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, I was going to add that there are there are some people who are educated and they feel the need to take care of people. So they look for people who are who are less educated or dumber than they are, so they can oh. be that protector or that savior. I know and, people and that, like that. And that's yeah. people that, because they feel the need to be that protector to be that that shelter. But I believe that too comes from stem from your childhood. Yeah, it does. You know, you want to reach down and bring somebody along versus dating on your level because you really couldn't date on your level because they're no competent. They they don't give you no, no drive. It's not driving you to do anything greater. You know, even though me personally, I would want somebody that's equal with me so we can go and conquer the world versus me telling you, come, I got you. <laughs> Hold my hand. I got you. Someone who's a liability. Exactly. Hold my move. You want an asset yeah. versus a liability. liability. High five. High five. Okay. Want the twin power. Activate. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah I do. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Well, do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> Always picking okay. on me. <laughs> okay, I don't remember it either, girl. So I do remember it. Okay, so I don't know what's going on. Because With our guests. Yeah, we're. Maybe they're snowed in. That could be it. It is, it's no phone well, I guess they phone. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce Our guest is Mr. Darius Norman. He is a by trade. He's a social worker and a motivational yes, speaker. But he's worker. gonna um, talk to us. He, his mission has been to overcome his own financial ups and downs, and then empower others with the educational tool to assist them in making and taking control of their financial and credit issues so that they can have a secure financial future. So I'm really, really excited 
to speak with him because um, I have questions. I have, questions. I have doubts, <laughs> <laughs> but I want clarified. Mm, so, questions. yeah, ones. did you guys hear about what is her name? Vivica. Yes. Pray for Vivica. Vivica Fox, she is picking yes. it up again with, with 50 Cent. Oh, they got back together. No. no. She talked about her sex life. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. she has, she really has a book coming out. Um, it is called Every Day I'm Hustling. Yeah, it is. Um, and she was talking about, she said having sex with 50 Cent is rated PG-13. PG-13. What does that mean? Um, it was like it wasn't. It wasn't nothing exciting. It wasn't but, but what's that to write about in your book? That, that's what we're saying. And this is actually after they made peace in January two, 2017. As he read the breaks off. Um, yes. So I want to know, you know, is it ever okay to kiss and tell? No. No. It's okay. uh-huh. Do you share it with your friends? Do you have conversations about? I mean, I share it with you, but not everybody else. Because, you know, everybody it's, it's thinks that friends. I'm wholesome. So I want people to remember oh. that. Justin. Oh my God! People, the, 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 <laughs> palm, oh, the palm trees are sprouted sprout up out of the ground for everywhere, every every, every direction. Oh, remember that. I, I'm a God's child. So, my body is a temple. Hey, mm. But when William <laughs> called me, I say, <laughs> baby, 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 I got to check. So, so, so you know, this is not regular conversation with you and your friends. No, it got to be some. You got to be like really close and yeah. Like I've never really, really had in-depth conversation. Nate and I, I've, and that's kind of awkward now, but I don't have a friend that we can get. We can say maybe a yes or a no that happened. Well, I, well, feel, I don't I have anybody like, that I, like I would like have like a conversation. Definitely college. So what? College? Stephanie y'all talk about college. it? I've heard stories. Really? Just as long as it's stories, you're not participating in that. <laughs> I'm oh, gonna tell I'm mama. Right, Papa Will. Yeah, so I'm here. She's my baby I'm sister. Not doing okay. All right. You said no, I'm not sad. <laughs> that, that missed nothing. Trust me, not. I'm yeah. fine. Did you, I'm did you did you all see the fight? Not the fight. It wasn't even a fight. The video with um, what is his name? Danry Vasquez, the former Houston Astros minor league baseball yeah, player. That. Did you I see him? Hitting the girl. I saw the article. Did you see the video? Did you see I the video? No, I didn't see it. Wow. Did you see the video? Are you serious? No, I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh. Who she, originally posted? Like where? It's been everywhere. It? Oh, it's been everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, cause he. They were going into a, a staircase, and he just showed him constantly punching her, oh and then he knocked oh her God. glasses yeah. off one time, and then she put them back on, and he it's hit a, him again. He's a UFC fighter. Was a baseball player. Um. Actually, you know what? Because if I play this, it can come on the speakers, right? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. We want to see that while we wait for our guest to call in. I mean, because my question is, I asked earlier, you know, have you ever been in an abusive relationship? And it can be verbal. It can be physical. Um, why do you think people stay in them? Well, I know for me, um, mine happened when I was 19, my very first relationship with a guy. And he emotionally abused me and almost physically abused me and he would wake up every morning and tell me three things you're ugly you're fat and you're dumb every day mm-hmm. to the point that I would not even look myself in the mirror because why look, why look in the mirror if I'm, if I'm ugly mm-hmm. so I covered, I covered all mirrors up in the house with pictures and papers and stuff like that and then I, I saw I fell in school but then I'm like well I, I'm graduating so I can't be that dumb mm-hmm. I mean I, I'm lost I'm, my clothes are falling off me so I'm not that fat so at the end of the time he said well only I told you that because I didn't want you to leave me I knew you were better than me so I thought that if I told you he wasn't force good. Force of control is a Yeah, he was a controlling person. And then yeah. 
I said that's not the way. If you say you allegedly love me, that's not that's not showing love. So he was like, I'm so sorry. Can you forgive me? I said, Yeah, I forgive you, but I would never, I would never, I can't forget what you did to me. And I said, We can't be cool. And he's like, Been trying to reach out to me years and years. So I said, Listen, I'm grown. I'm more mature. And yes, I can deal with those situations. But mm-hmm. as far as me, you mean you being cordial? Can I ask something real quick? Bro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when I've heard stories and stuff from like various like people. The people that I meet throughout the campus, they say that their significant other, they don't think that that's them. They say that it's not them. So mm. they say that's a part of them, which I don't understand fully, but that's why some of my friends have gone back to a part toxic of them situations that like is that. temporary or that's no longer? No, I guess no longer, but mm-hmm. where I take it is like that's just an excuse. An excuse, yeah. But I haven't been in that situation, so what much could I say, honestly? Yeah. But I don't condone it. Okay. So take a listen to this. have closed caption. They're just playing the words. Just playing the words? Yeah. But I want to hear, I want you guys to see it so we can talk about it because it's, it's horrific. Well, and, then she, and then she waited for him to come back. His name is Dan, D-A-N-R-Y Vasquez. Yeah. If you can get a chance. Did you see it, Nate? Um, I didn't see it. I did read the I saw, story. I saw highlights of it. I didn't really like look, look in depth in the video. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like looking, looking at videos for women getting beaten down. Mm-hmm. Nikki, or for me to hold it? Yeah, if you can. This actually happened to a friend of mine. They didn't, they didn't actually beat them, like put their hands on them. That's that's crazy. I mean, and, and, it, and it just went on. And then when they got to the bottom of the steps, he really hit her like from behind. Mm. Uh, you asked me that question. I had a good answer. Well, you got a good answer? Oh, here we go, right here. Look at this one right here. This kid. And she, he, he, she I, I, I think he got off. Huh? Did she go back? Yeah, she did. Oh my God. Yeah, she did. But you don't know, she probably could have testified for him. Is she the one that said that they were just joking? Yes. No, that, that is that, not a joke. That's not a joke. She's the one who's, that who's, is not who's a joke. said that they were just joking. Yeah. yeah. But it's not a wow. joke at all. Even with did you see? Well, even with Jay Kenton, we put the I saw it. Yeah. Because she was scared. No, the money. Even with yeah, money. Yeah, the money do drive you too. Yeah, that's true. Right. To keep. To keep. Keep so that lifestyle, yeah. yeah. He doesn't want to give up. Well, some lifestyle. people that, especially somebody got money, 
they would take that abuse because they was poor or whatnot mm. and what happened in their life and they don't want to lose it. No. What are you saying, Nate? You can do it? He too much. Okay. I don't know. I just don't think a man should ever hit a woman that hard. That hard. That hard. Look what I meant by that. Like I'm saying, you know, he shouldn't close his fist. We have had that. So if if a woman hits you. Now I've seen like sometimes when women try to fight a man and he telling her, Go no, go no, and then you punch him. Then you can't you can't be surprised. When you wake up in the morning, but I don't think that a man should actually hit a you know he should seek out. I had this happen to me before a friend of mine. um, He got physical with another friend of mine, and it wasn't he didn't hit her, but he just like he did something that was really that shouldn't happen. Um, And she told me she was. Sitting outside his door, crying, and but it had happened like maybe a year or so before. But baby, something stirred up in my spirit. Did it? Well, and I told that child, let me tell you something. Well, if I ever thought for a second that you would do this child like that again, and they was like, "Oh, I was drunk." I don't care if you were drunk. That's that's no excuse at all. You shouldn't ever treat a woman. Especially of a certain size. You know, you shouldn't ever treat a woman that way. Especially if you say you're in love with them. Mm-hmm. Love, I tell people, love don't hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so you shouldn't mm-hmm. ever treat a woman like that. You shouldn't ever hit a woman that hard. Hit a woman back. That hard. You can hit her back. That hard. If. If I said stop. Yes, if you told it, you warned her. Because you mm-hmm. get to give a warning. A stop. Warning Go ahead. I said, stop. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Go, go ahead. Get going now. And then after that, walk up. And then you help them down. You, you don't just them. let them fall. You help them down. Yeah, let's box Okay. Yeah, let's box up. 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 Yeah, let's in the name of Jesus. Amen. But yes, Amen. I don't condone men hitting women hard. <laughs> how, how, <laughs> why, why, you, hey, why you had to say it like that? Hard. How tight is your circle? I know we were, you were talking earlier about friends. Well, uh, when, in my 20s, I was friendly to everyone. I thought everyone who I was a friend with was a friend to me. Uh-huh. As I got older, I realized that everyone who I was a friend to wasn't a friend to me. I.e., people backstabbed me, cheated from me, cheated on me, stealing from me, everything. So then I, I cut it down. Then I had this, I had this campaign, no new friends. I was like, no new friends for a while. Then I gradually started getting people who I could like trust. And 
even then, it's like, it's still like the hurt is still there. So I'm always looking back and seeing if they're going to, see how the shoe's going to fall off or drop. But then it's like, there's like, levels of friendship. You mm-hmm. have a friend, you have associates, have acquaintance, and you have a stranger. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how I see it. But sometimes we try to get people to be friends or be best friends, and they are only acquaintances or strangers. So knowing where the... Know, 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 know your role as a friend or yeah. as somebody who I'm come cool with. We can so what do you require in a friend? What I require is honesty, um, reliability, and yes. just being straightforward. Everything else, I don't have, you don't have to be financial because if, if I got $10 of your friend, you both got $10 because that's how I am. Devil, that's a lie. That's how I am. That's, that's, that's my friend. your own $10 because yeah. I'm not. That's I am. I mean, I'm not going to say. With my best friend, yeah. Yeah, but that's your best, best friend. Yeah, best friend. No. I'm sorry, best friend. But I'm not gonna be able. I'm, I'm not saying I'm giving you ten dollars if, if I just met you on the street. No, I'm not like that. All right. All right. So when you're considering I, I a friend, do you look at finances? Mm-hmm. I know you're so superficial. No, 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 William. That's not why I look at it. Why do you look? But at it? that's just like, say, for instance, like I said to you, you graduate in August. August. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh, let's go on a trip for your graduation. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Who's paying for it? If. We, I said, let's go on a trip. That means you're for it, right? And, and this has happened to me, actually. I said, let's go on a trip, and you can't afford the trip, mm-hmm. but yet you go on the trip. But you invite him on the trip, that means you're paying well, for you the trip. How do you leave your house without no money? Yeah. You got to buy your ticket. Exactly. It happens all the time. But it happens all the time. And then people get My girlfriend, Dion. And people so get finances, it's, it's, it's reasonable to say that you look at finances. Exactly. My girlfriend, Dion, she say, let's go on a trip, and she ready to buy her ticket. If you can't buy her ticket, you're not going on a trip. Then. then, if you don't buy her your ticket when she buy her ticket, you can go, but you're not going on a trip with her because she's going to get her ticket. And she will go by her god doggone self. You know? So I, I do believe that um, there are, I think when you get older, yeah. um, you know, as you're growing up and you're maturing with friends, that's one thing, mm-hmm. you know, like say like college mm-hmm. you meet certain people and people in college and y'all grow together and y'all become successful together um i believe the same aspect when you are uh, when you're older you meet people but you meet people that are somewhat in your same social status mm-hmm. and then you grow together there are people in your circle that should have more than you do you know, so you can have something to aspire to be, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, I don't want nobody in my social circle that don't have enough. And I feel like, oh, well, we can't go because again, a liability. Yeah. It's, yeah. Johnny don't have it and he can't get in the club. I think he explained it perfect. It's all about Well, it's not all about, but a big part of it is reliability. Exactly. Yeah. You can hold your own. How much do you tell your friends about what's going on in your life? That's the first part. And then how would you feel if something that you told that friend came back to you from someone else? How would you handle it moving forward? So I have, a, I have, a, I have a something to say. Uh-huh. So when I was in high school, my girlfriend came to me. And <laughs> oh, she said, so this was first period. Uh-huh. My girlfriend came to me. She said, I got something to tell you, but you can't tell nobody. Okay, girl, what is that? <laughs> so she was like, I slept with so-and-so and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. <gasps> no. <laughs> Seventh period rolled around, uh-huh. and I saw my girlfriend. I said, girl, <laughs> I got something to tell you, nobody. but you can't tell nobody. She was like, what? 
Child, so and so slept with. She said, I told you that. <laughs> Run in your said, mouth. Run in your mouth. So, <laughs> I don't tell. I do have maybe three friends that I probably tell everything to. But we've also been friends. Two of them, we've been friends 20 plus years. So, I, I can tell them anything. Um, but for the most part, and because they know one another, they probably tell each other, but it don't come back. Well, one of them, uh, one of my friends, Deborah Jean Olis, they make sure they, 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 whew, they use that to greet. They tell everybody. But <laughs> for the most part, it don't come back. Uh, but it's very vital if I tell you. So do you, do you, so you have someone that you tell everything to? Yes. I don't have anybody that I tell everything to. I think you are probably the closest to knowing everything because of time, and then you would be the second one. Well, but even you don't know everything. Yes. Paula. You don't think I know she, everything. No, you don't, because I don't, certain things. There, you don't think. That might be another reason for the hiccups. I yep. need somebody I can tell everything you, to. You, yeah, Paula, so. Wow. But, well, well, I don't know if you should tell everything. But there are some things that you should look in your mirror and tell the mirror. But um, you don't want everybody to know everything about well, you. I don't think everything should be divulged about you. Well, this you know what is, what? Well, go ahead. Uh, I was say about the situation. No, go ahead. About, about, about a friend I said that kind of ended this week. It ended because of that situation. Allegedly, somebody told him that I was telling his secrets. And I'm like, well, you live way in Emporia. Uh-huh. Who do you know down here that I know? And I don't talk about your business. And even if I did, it was totally by mistake. But I definitely know that I haven't done it. But give me the opportunity to explain. Give me uh, Facebook uh, the accusations. Let me show what was said so I could kind of tell you if it was true or not. Yeah. So instead of, instead of doing that, he just totally cut me off. And we have been best friends for almost five years. Really? I was going to be his best man at his wedding. I was planning his wedding in September. And, and I'm exactly doing all what is a best friend? Somebody, somebody you can go to, like a brother. What is a best friend to you, William? A best friend to me, I'm really taking applications for this position as well. Um, do you want, do you want to reference checks and everything, too? Oh, background checks? Background four checks, background yes, checks. Yes, 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 yes. Um, that's a good question. I think everybody just loosely Now, I'm blessed to word, have... Use the word best friend. friends. Very... I have... I'm not going to say the number, but yeah, I have... Some very good friends. Some. No, I don't have several. Some, a few. I, I probably, three. I probably have. I was gonna say uh, it was really like three people. Yeah, I have three. Three. You could have more than one best friend. Yeah. Uh, and then I have not a everybody can be your best friend. Has been a, a best friend for like forty years. Who we don't even see each other. But when but we do see perfect, each other, exactly. when we do see exactly. each other, exactly. pick right back up. If, and yeah. so that's how me and my girlfriend Dion is. Uh-huh. We don't talk often but when we do talk it's about a three hour talk but yeah. when I do when we do see each other it's like Nothing we happened. just saw each other yesterday mm-hmm. yep. and even her mom said that she was like I just don't understand how y'all do this <laughs> but we're just really good friends uh, but I think I have three people who I would consider to be best friends um, but you. then again, like I say, all of them we've been friends for a, a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, have no, I have no new friends. I have friends and acquaintances. I have no best friends right now because everybody is suspect right now. So 
I was reading suspect. an article that said. I was reading an article that said after the age of thirty five, everybody's just an acquaintance. Like, so there should be no new friends. I, if I ain't met you when I was younger, <laughs> we ain't friends. You just somebody I know. Is it what you so, said? But, but yeah, Justin, you still young. And then you're you're the type of person you, I don't even see friends. I hear them on the phone, but I don't. Okay, by the point I was away, my best friend. Okay. Yeah. I guess that. His point is valid. Very valid. He made a valid point. But yeah, <laughs> that's the question. Will. Do you find it hard to make friends? No. At an older, as, as an adult. No, I mean people people gravitate towards the natural now. As if it's an organic friendship. So let's say this: Is it hard to make quality friends? That's different because you don't know their intentions. For me, you don't know their intentions of that mm-hmm. friendship. Whether mm-hmm. they want to get something out of you or something from you or mm-hmm. something about you. See, right? which is and, why and you should date, not date. You should have friends <laughs> that meet <laughs> that you your gave. quality. Or match your standards, but that's not gonna be that's not gonna be a, a single qualification to be a friend. Just because well, it should you, be just, the single just, just qualification. Just because you match me on economic status or education status, I mean we're gonna be good friends. Because sometimes people who, who are educated as I am, we we, we bump heads a lot because we both we were alphas, and I want to be right, you want to be right too. I mean, for me, it's very, it is extremely hard for me to make friends as an adult. But I, I, I was sheltered as a child, so I, I didn't have friends in high school. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you something. Don't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. We won't. We won't tell nobody. We won't tell nobody at all, I promise. You know, like, for the longest time, I was the only child. Mm-hmm. So I've had this friend ever since I was a child. Oh, Lord. I that ta- is, that, is that wrong to have this friend? Nobody's ever seen this friend. Yes, that's wrong. You're crazy. You're an imaginary friend. Yeah, I have an imaginary friend. Like, I'll talk to him in my mind, not out loud, but in my mind, like, if I'm in the car. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Because I have an imaginary friend. You do? They have medicine for that. Also, my mom's only son, and he has a tip on me. So, I can go in and everywhere. So, sometimes you have to make up your own friends to enjoy yourself. You can go outside while they're at work. My mom and dad, they work all the time. That's that's typical, natural. That's natural. Yeah. Okay. That's natural. Not Thank you, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Next, next one. What? You, you if my mama was here, she'd say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody else. But you agree that's that's normal. Yeah, that's right? normal. That's I normal. do believe it is normal, um, especially for what, people what only child. But if you start like normal. talking to them, then you know no. you do need to be on medication. We're not like, not like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? In church. What was that? What was that? What was that? What you had to yourself. No, just... Oh, okay. What was that? But, Insider. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> we got somebody. But, a, a yes. friend. All right. Yeah. Okay. But it shouldn't be... I think what was hard for you is because you're looking for a certain type of friendship. Um, and I just don't think that he, here is the place for that type of relationship. But I've always had that issue. And I think this is because I, I don't have the social skills. Because I didn't, I, Lee was my only friend through high, Lee and Carrie. I mean, you know, Miss Carrie. Well, it's kind of, it was, you had a, you had a, uh, a shelter. Shelter, but you also had a rough growing up period. Yeah. Um, so that could mess with your social skills. Mm-hmm. But I think that socially you are um, expanding. Um, and, but I feel that once you 
go to a different market, if mm-hmm. I can use that term, that it would be easier because people, like he said, will gravitate to you. Mm-hmm. Um, those type people will gravitate to you. People that are equal to you will gravitate to you. But I just don't believe they're here. Okay. Uh, That's the word from Passover. Not with those same intentions. Passa, Passa Not with those same intentions, yes. Yeah. There are some who have evening, come. Yes. What did they say? Wolf and sh- what is it? Huh. Wolf and sheep clothing? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, yeah, we, we've had those. But okay. Um, we're going to take another break. Because, you know what, we've had, I don't know what's going on. Maybe something's wrong with the phone line. Because we have had um, two, we've had two. Both of our guests. Well, you know what I'll do, Will, when they come back, you just ask me the credit questions. And I'll, I'll let you know. Won't be doing that. But we'll be right <laughs> wow, back. Wow, the we'll share right continues. You're listening to Let's Face It. that you're here now you're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver it's up to you so what are you going to do you're going to go grocery shopping cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically you got to dig deeper drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments don't you forget about the pharmacy no you won't because that's what caregivers do don't give up don't ever give up This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The odds of becoming a signed artist and having four number one albums. One in 100 million. The odds of going on to win seven Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The odds of this performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 68. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve, is now a good time? No. Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. I want to leave my footprints on the sands of time. Leave something to remember so they won't forget. 
former club members Denzel Washington and Jennifer Lopez for the Boys and Girls Clubs. Every child follows a path in life. For many, that path will lead them to a door, a door that gives them a place to grow, to learn, to belong, a place to forge their future. For 100 years, the Boys and Girls Clubs have opened this door for America's youth. You can change a child's future. Support your local Boys and Girls Clubs. Great futures start here. To learn how you can support your local Boys and Girls Clubs, visit greatfutures.org. Welcome back to Let's Face It. We're in the studio with Mr. Nate Whitfield. Hello, hello, hello. EJ hello. Williams. Hola. Justin Bradley. How you doing, Justin? Hey, Justin. Hey, Justin. And the very beautiful Miss Jada Carson. Hello, hello, hello. All right, all right. So we're winding down the show. I have a question. We were having a conversation, um, Nate, I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or what? You asked me this question, I think it was yesterday. You said, um, so if you're interested in someone, do you show interest yeah. first? Or do you always wait for someone to make the first move? And then Ooh, what are some ways to show people that you're interested? That's a really question. great question. Because question. I can't I'm answer that question. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm been living under a rock or something, but I don't know how to. I'm definitely a first move person. Are you? I don't know how to be interested. I don't know how to show myself approved. Oh, did I just quote a scripture? <laughs> you did that. I'm sorry about that. I don't know how to be interested. Someone said to me the other day that I'm not showing them interest. And I was like, mm, how do you show interest? How do I show interest? Yeah, your generation. Oh, well, it's just like y'all, it's different people. If you, you're not as confident, then you're probably not. But most of my friends, they're very... How, how would you know if somebody's interested in you? What behaviors would they do? They would be in our dorm room a lot because our whole okay. our dorm room is like the main room. It's like a co-ed. We get in trouble. Yeah, it's a okay. co-ed. Yeah, everything's co-ed in ODU. Oh, okay. But Which one you stay in the ones over here? We stay in the ones all the way down no, to Whitehurst. Stay focused. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 I say we're one topic. See, I don't want to get my roommate in trouble. But okay, when Just people say allegedly, okay, allegedly, <laughs> yes. when people come come into our dorm room and stuff, uh-huh. boys come into our dorm room and whatnot, I I one hundred percent automatically know. Okay, they're interested in one of us, and then it goes from there. So okay. that's how they show interest by coming to our room because, like, so every me, night it's a whole bunch of people in our room. You. Yeah, like when I come when I come back from the show, it's probably gonna be like five people in our room just hanging out. So, do you like texting? Over, like, are you texting versus calling or whatnot? Yes. It doesn't matter to me. Do you like, so. Mm. It doesn't matter to me. Do it matter to you? Do you like texting? I remember early on, I used to get morning memes. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that's so sweet. Teddy bear and the good that's morning. That's so person. sweet. Oh. That was oh. a key. That's okay. so millennial. That, well, well. Millennial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a millennial thing. Definitely that. So millennial. Um, but also, I think talking about the future. Like, I would love for us to one day go blah, 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 blah. That lets the person know that you see them you know, much, much more than now. Yeah. Uh, Maybe asking questions, you know, tell them about your childhood, showing that you're interested. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite childhood? food? Childhood. Yeah. Just, I mean, you don't even really have to be My interested. Mama beat you're me at three. Looking for ways just to <laughs> go below the surface level of. Because you, you know, I don't. I'm not quick to respond with text. I'm just not. 
I absolutely but you know what? loathe somebody called me. Just like oh I said God. in the other um, shows, mm-hmm. um, Snapchat is really what people use. Yeah, Snapchat. So Once you get somebody's Snapchat, now that says that they're interested you in know what? Really? That's, that's a, what you know it what? is. There you go. High five. That's what it is. Because you know Look, what? This guy is so back, lovely. After coming back from a party, if somebody asks you for their snap, they're interested in you. You want my what? <laughs> your snap. Snaps. You cannot What's have your my snap? snap? Look, that's how they say. It. What's your you snap? My snatch. What's your snap? I don't think about it. That's the question. Know. What's your snap? Oh. Now that's, that's how that's how I like do it that in college. Now. But What's your you snap? know what? I am going to do that. I am going to. What's do your that. snap? Just ask that, What's and then snap? you know, and then it's either up to you, yes or no. Snapchat. Well, you don't need one anymore. Yeah, you're right. You don't need you're Snapchat. snapped out. <laughs> you say you're snapped out. It's deleted off the phone. Good. Oh, you don't it's have Snap, snap no more? Allegedly. 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 He does not have Snap. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. We had this conversation. We'll see. We were saying that once you <laughs> met someone, yeah. what time frame should you go? If you met someone on a dating site, mm-hmm. what time frame should you delete your account? Delete your account. <laughs> And they were like, you know, it's a conversation. Once you have that conversation, we should both delete it. And they were saying, then you go on your fake account. <laughs> you, is this still Snapchat? Make sure that no, they delete no, it. Or it's just apps, apps in yeah, general. Okay. Exactly. That's a good question. But, you uh, think a conversation needs to be had? Yeah, it definitely, most definitely. Needs to be had. So you think Tinder should 100% be off the, Tinder? What? Well, gone. Once, but, once, you guys, once you guys establish you're going to be exclusive. Mm hmm. Yes, it should go out the, out the window. There's no need for it anymore. That's if you okay. can. Once you, exactly. Once you yeah. have that conversation that we're exclusive. And I got to say those yeah. words. We are exclusive. That's it. But I do not some... believe. I do not believe. Look at Dominique. I do not believe that. Um, um, I think for me, because I'm so. Uh, I don't care. You can stay on it. It wouldn't bother me. Mm. Yes, it would. It would not bother me. There, it, it just would not bother me. I don't get bothered easily about stuff like that. Main unbothered. But, wow, I can't believe um, I'm saying. So if they're doing something, they're doing it. And plus, I, I can feel it. And my thing is, as long as I'm not doing nothing, then I don't care what you're doing because I think that's what most relationships, if you're doing it, then they're probably doing it too. You feel they doing it. But I'm like, that's the, it don't bother me. Do you boo? Do you boo? And that's what the newscaster say. Do you boo? Do you boo? Okay. Um, but I do believe a conversation should be had. Um, as far as when is the right time. Okay. Um, but when apps. is the right time? Like you said, once we decide. Yeah, had a conversation. This is exclusive. I did. Okay. I all of my apps and stuff were deleted. Well, you used to go through in January. You used to go through deleting periods. Well, yeah, I'm gonna delete it today. But that I was very <laughs> vocal throughout the whole dating period because we date, we was ten months. Yeah, about basically all time. Like that, we're not exclusive. Mm-hmm. So you know, do what do you want to do. do. Do you, you boo? boo? But <laughs> in February, <laughs> we had the conversation that oh, it sorry. was Perform. now exclusive. Exactly. Um, and that's when. Everything was Everything. going on. Oh, okay. well, at least That's when it started getting real. After that conversation was had. That's when it hit. Does you still have a Snapchat? Yes, I have Snapchat thingy. Um, where's my Snapchat? Where's my phone? Last time I checked, I guess. Huh? Oh, you deleted Snapchat. That child will go through the phone. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Privacy. 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 Oh, it was in January. Mm-hmm. My phone shut down. So you haven't had it since then? Snapchat. Uh, my, I'm a... Uh, 
Oh, so you just haven't logged in since then. No. Well, You're like my I mother. Okay. Add fuel to the fire. And I've checked. Because you know you can go to Richmond. I've done all those. I don't mind telling you. I've done all those. Yeah. And we'll continue. All right. So, yeah. But let's go you ahead. You got to give that lifestyle up. Let's me. go um, to my intimate expression. Yes. I want so, to ask you a question. You know what you should and start doing for your intimate expression? What? You should have a little theme a little, song first. A theme song. Intimate hum, expression. Hum, 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 hum. I do have one song. <laughs> intimate expression. <laughs> 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 intimate expression. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, you think we all think it. I ain't paying you number. Well, so you already know I'm out. Okay, so I'm not going to ask you any of the questions that I told you about because my it. spirit resonated. <laughs> it would be why would you it would ask? Be reversed. So I'm going to ask you this. It's very easy. What has life taught you recently? Oh, life. you know what? Like, okay, no, <laughs> life taught me recently that I am enough. There we go. Oh my God! When I tell mm. you that I am enough. That I am enough, and regardless of it, through it all, he's always been there for yes. me. Always. Always been yes. there for me. And it has been, I mean, it's been so revealing to me that I could just, I literally just chill. Because it is, it's just been, I mean, I, I've surrounded myself with great people. Mm. Some that I'm getting rid of this weekend. But um, Ooh, so I have House. surrounded myself with great people and um, who are doing things who push me to want to be better, uh, push me to. And I and I would like I want to be that friend who reward my friends for great deeds um, right. when they do well. I want to celebrate them mm-hmm. because when I do well. I want the, those same friends to celebrate me, which they do. That's that group of friends uh, I'm talking about. So I want to celebrate my friends. That's why I, I told Will when he graduate, I want us to take we we going we going on vacation uh, because he has worked hard these past four, five, <laughs> six, eight, eight years but, hey, to get here, and he's he here now. But he did. Um, but I do believe three that degrees later. Yeah. Um, even my girlfriend Sarita. She is a go-getter, and she worked really hard, even though this woman, she spends like crazy. But um, she's a go-getter, and we often go out just so she can have a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, mean, I have a couple of friends that I just really support, uh, and I, I, I like being that person. So life has taught me that I am enough. more than enough. Awesome. EJ. Uh, well, one thing I have learned this year is that um, everyone who I thought was an enemy isn't necessarily an enemy, and everybody who I thought was a friend isn't necessarily a friend. Mm. Mm. And being being able to be able to distinguish between the two is the the hardest part. But I have been able to slowly but surely get it, come around to that, and now I'd be okay with the decisions about my friendships. Exactly. Did it take a while to get to be able it to took, distinguish it took between? Me 30, it took me thirty six years. Wow. Okay, Jada. Life has taught me that you can't help everybody. Yes. So like. I would be the well. I'm not. I'm not have the biggest heart, but I'm like pretty. <laughs> it's I, just, I don't have it's not the biggest I heart. Feel you. I'm but like you. I've been telling people yes a lot, and now like after winter break, I actually sat down and I thought to myself that I could have done way better. Yes. My first semester of college, if I didn't try to help everybody. Exactly. So now I'm getting better at telling people no, and that's just how it's been going. And it's great been going lesson. good. It's okay to say no. My grades have been better. It's okay to say no. I've been really? feeling okay. better. Yeah. It's been that's going a great better. lesson. 
Yeah. Fantastic lesson. Has life taught you anything? Anything at all? Life has taught me to ch- cherish every moment that oh, I have. Oh, yes. To live each That's moment. That's very beautiful. Very beautiful. Live each moment. Okay. Encouragement for my lips. That sounded pretty good. For, for Brada. But he's a vocalist. Really good. I'm, I'm, I'm pianist. Both of them are vocalists. I play piano. Mostly. No, I you play sing. piano? Yeah, I play piano. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, myself, life. You know what? Life. I smile. I have told myself, I've noticed that I'm smiling a lot mm-hmm. more lately. Yes, you are. And I don't know if it is because of Cynthia, who's my therapist. No. He, he's a, a big part Attitude. of it. Yeah, he's a, part he's of a big it. part of it. But I think because I'm finally, do, like Iyanla always says, I'm doing the work. You're doing the work. My beloved. I am my beloved. My beloved. My beloved. My self-esteem. I'm working on that. Exactly. She kills um, me. working on being more authentic. I'm working on, like you always say, if you just let people see who the real you. I'm not trying to hide behind. Not representative. Yeah. So life has just taught me that um, I'm pretty cool. Like must say, mind the first time. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. But one thing I love, my first lady told me about demons being in your way. Mm -hmm. She said sometimes you don't want demons to leave. Mm-hmm. You want demons because that's what their job is to do. I heard her say that. She said we need them to do that. That's how you know you're doing a good job. Because they're need present. them to do that. Mm-hmm. If they leave, then yeah. So what am I not doing? Exactly. Yeah. So you need them to do that. Right, so Peter. demons. They. All right, baby sis. Yes. <laughs> All right. Everybody close the show. Up. All right then. Yeah, let's go ahead and close the show. Thank, thank you guys. We made the show happen without our two guests. We didn't need them. They're gonna get a very nice them. letter. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. A nice A nice letter. Your yeah. assistant is gonna let them have. Yes. It. Until next week, everybody, be blessed. Thank you for listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and friends. Please be sure to visit us on the web at letsfaceitradio.com. And at Let's Face It Radio on Facebook for the latest in show information and exciting, innovating ways that you can be a part of the show. So tune in next week, same place, same time, for real people, real topics, real talk. Let's face it. Critics and audiences are cheering for Bumblebee. It's an incredible 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. The perfect blend of action, heart, and humor. Not just a great Transformers movie, a great movie, period. Bumblebee, now playing. Ready PG-13. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.